I feel as old as I'm ever going to get. Older than I ever intended to be. I don't know. I don't think that you remember the bad stuff uh, as much as you think you will. I think, uh, I think I'll never forget the day I go home. At the moment, I can't imagine it. What these young people have, their dedication, their devotion almost, their high spirits, is rubbed off on me. I feel 10 years younger. I'm a better doctor. And most important, I'm a better human being. And uh, I don't have to remember that. Uh, it's part of me. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 4, and Episode 5, Our Finest Hour. It's the 151st and 152nd episode overall, directed by Burt Medcalf, written by Kim Levine, David Isaacs, Larry Bomaugia, Ronnie Graham, and David Lawrence. It originally aired on October 9th, 1978, and the production code is T408 and T409. Good evening. This is Korea, October 9th, 1952. I'm Cleet Roberts, and I'm speaking to you from the recovery room of the 4077th Mobile Army Surgical Hospital, a MASH. The fighting began out here more than two years ago, and in spite of the ongoing peace talks, an end seems nowhere in sight. This isn't the first time we've been to this particular unit, but we've returned because its record of efficiency and the people who make that record are a truly unique story. A plot summary for this episode. Newsreels highlight this one-hour special. Minutes mean lives at the MASH unit, and reporter Cleet Roberts has returned to speak again to the 4077 personnel. Everyone is present, all in flashback from Lieutenant Colonel Henry Brake and Trapper John McIntyre. Even pesky, lovable lug Major Frank Burns rounds out the current cast as the reporter questions the guys and girls of the 4077. Doctor? Doctor? Could I uh, bother you a moment? Yeah, just uh, hold on a second. Uh, uh, set up a tray for me tomorrow and I'll remove the sutures, okay? Yes. Look, as a practicing surgeon, how do you cope with these unusual circumstances? Well, usually I just uh, turn my mind off and hope it'll all go away. That uh, doesn't uh, seem to work, though, so uh, most, most times you just uh, do your job and try to forget that there's a war going on outside the window. And for our guest stars, we have Mary Jo Catlett, who returns as Nurse Walsh. This is Mary's third and final appearance in MASH. And Terry Gar, oh, the lovely, lovely, lovely Terry Gar, <laughs> uh, returns Lieutenant Susan Marquette. Now, Terry is most well known for appearing in Young Frankenstein. Then we have Rick Hurst as Schaefer. Rick has 73 credits to his IMDb page. People will fondly remember him as Cletus in The Dukes of Hazards. And Linda Kelsey returns as Lieutenant Mickey Baker. We also have Carol Locktail as Nurse Gaynor. Carol has 69 credits to her IMDb page and is currently in post-production on a short film, Irving. And Jeff Maxwell returns as Private Igor Stromingsky. And of course we have the lovable Kelly Nakahara returning as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Eldon Quick as Captain Sloan. Now this is Eldon's fourth and final appearance in MASH. We have Patricia Sturgis returning as Nurse Preston. 
And Anne Sweeney returns as Nurse Cavie Donovan. And then we have the wonderful Joan Van Ark returning as Lieutenant Erica Johnson. Joan is most well-known for playing the role of Valerie Ewing in Knott's Landing. I've seen the casualty reports, and the number of wounded men that pass through here is staggering. Yeah, we've got enough clientele here to open a hospital. Makes for some long sessions in OR. I've seen surgeons so tired they almost fall asleep on their patients. Time? About 0100. 0100? I worked around the clock. Sure beats working around here. I'm so pushed I can't remember my last patient. He had quintuplets. Oh, yeah. How many more out there? I counted 19 when I came in. 19? There were 19 two hours ago. They restock the shelves when they run out. All right, let's go ahead and start discussing this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, it's nice. I don't know how you watch this, but on the DVD, uh, you do get the option to watch it in two, two parts or uh, as one whole mm-hmm. uh, whole episode which is which is quite nice it's, it's the syndicate version because i don't know if it's in the behind the scenes probably is but uh, uh everything went wrong with the uh <laughs> with the tapes it's a nice yeah. episode this is uh, it is a bit of a i i say this precariously but i always think these episodes are slightly cop out episodes even though they're really nice to watch and it's nice memories to go in and i think the saving grace of them is the uh, is the responses from all the characters in it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there's too many to mention. Let's just face it. I mean, you 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 can pick anything here, Kenny, and throw it into this <laughs> because each one of them is good. Of course, Hawkeye Hawkeye always comes up with some brilliant lines, but the one that actually stands out for me and the one that I wrote down um, was, "I hate the damn army, but love the people here," and that was from Klinger. Mm-hmm. I hate the damn army, but I love these people. Yeah. And I think it's just a brilliant line. Um, I love the black and white as well. It really adds something to it. In fact, I just kind of wish the whole thing was black and white. They took a bit of time in using the, the you know, the uh, the color segments that you see and just mm-hmm. transfer them to black and white. I think that would have added more because it does it does kind of take you out from a technical point of view of the episode. As I say, for the kind of you know, as, as we call it nowadays, the Doctor Light episode. Um, it's, it's you know it, it stands up pretty well and it is a really nice you know two parter. Um, yeah, it, it's not brilliant, but uh, I, I give it I give it an eight out of ten purely for the responses of the characters. If if it was just a blended together episode, I would really dislike it. Um, but because of their responses, it it's, it holds up. I was thinking the exact same thing. I actually gave it a nine out of ten because I love the inner piece the inner. Stitchels between the clips. Yeah, yeah, but you, that's, you're you're a lot more softer than me. I am. You're right. You're right. And I and and that's all that stuff is. It's the actors acting the crap out of that stuff. I mean, and all they're doing is talking to a camera, but it feels like you're getting their inner thoughts and their, you know, these are these are sides of the characters that we see occasionally, but it's fun to see them just interacting with the interview, the interview person, and, and not other cast members. Yeah, and it, does it, uh, it, it, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I could have sworn, unless it's because it's in every single clip show used when someone talks about match, but William Christopher's line as Father Mulcahy about the doctors uh, warming their hands oh, yeah. over their body. That's actually, yeah, that's in the behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Yeah, I was going to say, because I could have sworn that we've seen that quite a few yep. times on different yeah, things. It's in, yeah, it's definitely from a previous episode. Hmm. When the doctors cut into a patient... And it's cold, you know, why it is now, today. 
The steam rises from the body. And the doctor will... will warm himself over the open wound. Could anyone look on that and not feel changed? But yeah, I mean... Uh... I agree. I totally agree with you on everything you said here. Um, I, it was fun seeing the older cast members just because, you know, we haven't seen them in a few seasons. So it was mm. fun to see, you know, Frank and and uh, Blake and uh, uh, who else were we missing? Uh, Trapper. Yeah. Um, so it, it was fun to see. And they, of course, they picked the best scenes. I, 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 as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I chose that for our podcast. Oh, I chose that scene for our podcast. <laughs> oh, I chose that scene for our podcast. Yeah. Every single one. Because they are some of the best, some of the funniest, some of the most heart-wrenching, some of the most heartfelt scenes from those, you know, from those seasons. Yeah. Um, what's funny is uh, I actually saw – mine's broken down into two pieces, two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine had laugh track on the clip scenes. Yes, mine did as well. Although I think I found a way of taking it off uh, I after I'd watched them. <laughs> and see, it was so weird because, you know, on the DVDs, you have that option of, of having a lap track or not. Yeah. But on this one, it didn't give you that option because, or you could take it off of all of it. It was weird. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was just kind of, because I don't normally watch the episodes with lap track and it's kind of who, discombobulating who when you're sitting there, you're watching this very serious moment and then mm. they go to a clip and it's all this horrible horrible lap track i think it is purely for the fact that what we're watching is the syndicated version there's no way of there's no way of getting about that unless they do a total um, like you said there's more information about why they did that in the the behind the scenes which we will get to uh it was just kind of disconcerting when i was going back and forth um (laughs) but yeah i think i i just i can't reiterate enough that i just the the acting's amazing and it's so funny because all they're doing is talking to a camera yeah yeah. That's all they're doing. You know, there's no interaction. It just shows you how, what caliber of actors all these people are. That mm. they can s- literally just sit, talk. I mean, they're staring right into a camera. You know, I mean, obviously you're supposed to think the interview person is behind the camera, but we know in the TV business that yeah. there's nobody there. There's no one it's there. It's more no. than likely just the cameraman, you know, staring, uh, pointing a camera right at this person's face. And they're giving these heartfelt, emotionally charged, you know, uh, answers to some of yeah. some of these very uh very uh what am i trying to say just you know very cool questions mm. um yeah i i i love the black and white as well uh, i could definitely see the series as black and white yeah. um it could definitely have been a black and white series and would have just it would have would have added that little touch made it feel a little older you know with black and white but um yeah i mean there's really not a lot to talk about because it really is an interview comment and then a clip and then an interview comment and a clip. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it was, I, I really enjoyed it and I gave it a nine just for the fact of, just for those interview clips. Yeah. Those were, I think there's some, some of the best of mash that we've gotten. To rephrase an old adage, war like politics makes strange bedfellows. The 4077th is a highly diverse, if not disparate group of people. And yet the war seems to have molded them into a family. I would say all things considered and without overstating it, they're just about, no, forget just about. They're the best bunch of people I've ever worked with in my whole life. When you share the horror that we do day in and day out, you don't just feel close. You cling to each other. I hate the damn army, but I love these people. The way people come and go around here, 
You know, you just get to know one person and he leaves. And then there's another person. Well, you have to understand, I'm regular army. Most of them are not. They're a terribly unruly and undisciplined bunch, and I thank God for each and every one of them when those casualties roll in. You get close to everybody in a place like this. Some more than others, of course. Uh, my bunkmate, for instance, B.J. Honeycutt. Uh, clean cut, family man, even temperament. In spite of that, I really like the guy. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I have the first one here. Unlike the remainder of the series, this episode was shot on film, but transferred to videotape for editing and presentation of the final episode, and later shortened and edited into two parts syndicated airings. However, the network tape master was damaged over the years, and when the show was prepared for DVD release, it was found that the original broadcast master was unusable, requiring that the syndicated version be used for the DVD release. Hence, why we got lap track. Yeah. And you can't take it off. So. <laughs> Damn them. <laughs> uh, the title is from Winston Churchill's World War II speech about the English efforts against the German attacks on their homeland. Let us therefore brace ourselves to our duties, and so be ourselves that if the British Empire and its Commonwealth lasts for a thousand years, men will say this was their finest hour. That's awesome. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> I actually oh. switched two around to make sure you had that one. Uh, I'm like, he, he'll do it justice. I can't do it justice. Um, as Meds mentioned earlier, follow Mulcahy's speech about the surgeon warming themselves over a patient's open wound. It's reused from the episode The Interview. Ah, there you go. Uh, this was the second appearance by Cleet Roberts as himself interviewing the MASH personnel. The previous appearance was in episode 97. Which was called The Interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a fun fact. Uh, a ton of future stars made guest appearances on MASH. Ron Howard played an underage Marine. I remember that episode. Leslie Nielsen played a colonel. Patrick Swayze portrayed an injured soldier with leukemia. Also making appearances on MASH was John Ritter, Lawrence Fishburne, Pat Morita, Rita Wilson, George Wint, Shelley Long, Ed Begley Jr., Jeffrey Tambone, Susan St. James, Joan Van Ark, Blythe Danner, Terry Garr, and even Andrew Dice Clay visited the 4077th. Mm. Yeah, lots and lots of people on this series. This is all before they were anybody. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You're five miles from the front, on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and the OR sessions must be a source of great tension. What do you do to relax? Relax? You, you do get a chance to relax, don't you? Well, for relaxation, I collapse. And I like to stay in shape, so, uh, so I drink a lot. That's, uh, that's the really big sport here. Poker. I know that may sound very strange, but poker relaxes me. There's nothing more satisfying than cheering the flock, as it were. Of course, it all goes to the orphans. Well, almost all of it. Music is my sanctuary, classical. It reminds me that there is still some grace and culture left in the world. Oh, in general, I'd say with a lot of horseplay. Taking out your frustrations on other people. You know, good, clean American fun. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, 
at Nash 4077 Podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, cool. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, like I said, I think we both really enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. The interview bits were amazing. Uh, and it was it was kind of nostalgia, you know, kind of fun to go back and watch these uh, these classic episode scenes. Yeah. All right, well, I am Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. How has being a part of all this, the war, changed you? I'm very impressed now with the terrible fragility of the human body and the the unbelievable resiliency of the human spirit. And it's made me very, very angry. Well, it's allowed me to work uh, fairly closely without becoming contaminated with people of vastly divergent points of view. I've learned more about myself and how much I really care about people. That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Smash fans, now as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Larry Baumgarnit. Oh, I knew I was going to get that name wrong. <laughs> I remember him as Cletus on the Dukes of Hatter. Dukes of Hatter. Ah, ah, sorry. <laughs> I'm so close. <clears throat> the title is from Winston Churchill's World World. That was wine day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's reused from an episode called the episode. Uh, the-
Thank you.